right, what is up, Reborn podcast listeners? Um, I am here with my co-host, Lena, who hey has guys. created an Instagram account. I did. Share the world. Share, I did share it. Everybody with. So get ready. As I, I'm going to pour, pour us oh, yes. Angel's Envy. The, the most important you know meal Angel's of the day. Envy? I do. Okay. It's a very popular it's, it whiskey. It is. It's really good. All right. Um, tell us all about, because we're going to actually cheers uh, to your new to my new Instagram, Instagram so we can follow your fitness journey and everything that you're about. So my Instagram is Lena, which is L-A-I-N-A underscore Del Rey, D-E-L-R-E-Y. So give me a follow. Give her a follow. Give her a shout out. Give me a shout out. <laughs> I don't even know what Tell that Tell me means. to stop talking on the Reborn podcast. Like, give me some critiques. What can I do better? I'm here for you guys. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love the support. So today's podcast is actually going to be a fun podcast because it's going to be all about um, like kind of getting to know Lena, um, being the co-host of the Reborn podcast, the new personality. Um, she's <laughs> extremely funny. She's slightly inappropriate, and Always. You're I think it's coworkers. a good. I think it's a good. Uh, you know, because I can be a little bit more reserved and a little bit shy. I've kind of had like a shy, I've always been a little bit shy growing up. Really? And so I, I have, yeah. I, you know, I, I think I was like really sheltered in Oklahoma growing up. And, um, so I've always had this, even though I have like this massive platform and, mm. and I, I can be outgoing, but, and we've talked about this before. Like, yeah. I think I'm an outgoing introvert. Yes. Yeah. And sometimes people take, you know, like if I'm quiet, like around a group of people, it's really just because like I'm really shy and I don't know what to talk I'm about. I'm the same way. Like and people so. think I'm like this crazy wild thing, but I'm like, you are, I'm really you are though. Not. You're pretty wild. I thrive in small groups. I'm not like, <laughs> I was the youngest of like, I have a big family and I'm the youngest on both sides. So I've been like clawing my way to get a word in since the day yeah. I was born. Youngest of two older sisters. I'm like, my family's all girls. I think I have four boy cousins. Oh, my god! And the rest is all girls. And wow. there's like 15 plus Lots of us. Lots of females. Yeah, we are a matriarchy faux show. So. Well, so here's Selena and her new, um, here you go. Thanks for listening to me, guys. I appreciate uh, This is Selena and her creating a new Instagram of Lena Del, Lena dot. Lena the, underscore. Lena underscore. Del Rey. Del Rey. All right. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> Hmm. That's good. That's better than what you made me take like so, last time. Yeah, that uh, last what time we it? did like the Rebel Yell, I think. Oh, the Rebel Yell. Get the, the Angel's Envy. Don't do the Rebel Yell. Yeah, that's actually, that's such a good whiskey. That's a really good whiskey. Smooth. Um, so, and then I've actually, I've gotten quite a few yes. um, new patches in the mail. And if you can see behind me, I have, I'm starting to fill up my wall with patches. And this wasn't something awesome. that people have just started sending me these patches. And so this is one from... Grand uh, Prairie Police. This is the narcotics unit, which is really cool. And you guys are is sending that a me hot leaf in the skull. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'll see it right here, so you guys can see that. It's it's pretty cool. That is um, cool. And then what else do we have? Here's another one. This Some is fan from. Mail? Yeah, this is from um, Simi Valley, California. I think they're just patches. We'll just see really cool. quick. I'm not gonna read the card over the podcast, but personal oh but this one says you're an awesome coach cute See, I, love I know that. i love that at the heart of everything that i do i feel like i'm oh well we get this time this is los angeles county sheriff wow so i just want you guys to know anytime i travel from this point forward mm -hmm. i'm gonna look on my wall and if i have a, a patch to the place that I'm, going, I'm gonna map. bring it 
You should start a map. I'm going like, to bring it knows if I get in trouble. Oh, my God. I can just whip out my patch. She's like, She's I'm like, a part I of the club. Uh, yeah. Exclusive. Like, ma'am, how'd you get that patch? Um, Don't know, worry I just, about it. I'm, I just know everybody. Anyways, these all mean so much to me. And if you guys want to send me a patch or a challenge coin, you are welcome to do so. You can just send it to my restaurant um, at American Brew. And you can find that on the interwebs. And this is the last one. Um, oh, and I love the notes. Oh, this is a... Uh, is it an invitation? <laughs> is it someone's birthday party? It's a Mandela Pies Bakery that they invite oh. in Vienna, Maryland. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to make the grand opening because it was also last week. So oh. I, to- I totally missed it. Sorry, Sorry, but thank Mandela. you. Thank you, Caitlin, for inviting me. But anyways, your guys' mail and stuff is really awesome. It keeps it exciting for me, and I love it. So oh. thank you very much. And I'm going to add these patches to my wall. And then also we got um, a new A watch. time capsule. The reactor watch. Somebody sent me a watch, which was pretty cool. I feel like you could throw that into, like, well, I was going to say oncoming traffic, and that thing would be fine. Don't do that. <laughs> the, Don't the do te- that. I'm pretty sure I'm going to this. Can, I'm like, give this take to like a my fucking boys. beating. You can put it like a beer in that. Ooh, that's cute. I like, like the face of it. Yeah. She's hefty. It's called The Reactor. I am no way sponsored or endorsed by this company. It was just a gift. So thank you Ooh. very much for thinking about me. That um, was a pretty watch. Yeah. Do you have like a sports watch or fitness watch? No, I've been ah, okay. thinking about getting one. I'm a huge Garmin I advocate. Know, yeah. yeah. I, I love Garmin. I've used Garmin even before I became like a partner with Garmin. Mm-hmm. And um, they have really basic ones that like basic runners, basic fitness goers yeah. can have. My girlfriend, she's one of my best friends in the entire world. Shout out Maggie if you're listening. <laughs> um, she told me from the start because I was always like oh should I get the Apple watch like what should I do she's like Garmin's the most accurate it is and it's not gonna like bullshit you you're like oh yeah I just feel like like, the Garmin watches actually look good too yeah they are like it's sporty it's it's functional like it makes sense it's not just gorgeous watches yeah they have some really they have some really good ones Fall is here, and we're thankful for today's sponsor, Manscaped.com, for still keeping us cool, clean, and fresh. Manscaped is the premium men's grooming company for all of your manscaping needs. Manscaped is dedicated to developing the best men's products and accessories to level up your full body grooming game. And I'm really excited to tell you about one of my new favorite products in quarantine, the new Manscaped Shears 2.0 Nail Kit. Seriously, it's the perfect add-on to your bathroom grooming regimen. The Shears 2.0 is a newly improved luxury four-piece nail kit featuring tempered stainless steel tools that includes slashed tipped tweezers, rounded point scissors, fingernail clippers, and a medium grit nail file. That is a crazy good value, guys. If you're still rocking the flip-flops like I am on warm afternoons, I need you to look down and remember that your toenails and your feet do matter. People don't want to see your nasty unclipped claws that you're rocking right now, so let's get those trimmed. No undergroom set of feet and fingers, and most importantly, balls is accepted. 
For men who want it all, I recommend the Perfect Package 3.0 All-in-One Manscaping Kit. The Perfect Package 3.0, yes, folks, that's what I said. Kit comes with the Essential Lawnmower 3.0, water-resistant cordless body trimmer, and a ton of other liquid formulations to round out your manscaping routine. Inside the perfect package, you'll also find the Manscaped Crop Preserver and the anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. Because we know how painful chafing can be when you're out on a run or getting a workout in. You'll also find the Crop Reviver, a testy toner spray that's designed to give you a little pep in your step, if you know what I mean, and a crop clean up while you're on the go. Subscribe to the Perfect Package with the Peak Hygiene Plan today and you'll get the new blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer delivered right to your door every three months, totally hassle-free. It's the perfect gift idea for a man in quarantine. And for right now, a limited time, you guys, if you subscribe, you get not one, but you get two free gifts of the Shed Travel Bag. This is a $39 value add-on. It is a patented high-performance reduced chafing manscaped boxer brief. Get 20% off plus free international shipping to US of A, Canada, Australia, and the UK with the promo code all caps ASHH20 at manscaped.com. Do yourself a favor. Get your balls right. Get your tools right. Get manscaped and get the job done. Um, so this segment is really dedicated to Lena and I mean, I guess just us talking about, I think that this is the cool thing that I, I love about what I do and the people who come into my life because I feel like, actually, I know without a doubt that people come into my life for a reason. I, regardless of how they have came into my life, um, whether it's through American Brew, whether it's like working on a project or, you know, a film crew, a photographer, I truly believe that everybody comes into our lives for a reason. And with Lena, you know, I remember whenever I I met her, she was a little bit quiet. Sometimes she would just randomly like make these comments that were like, and I'd have to be like, what, wait, what, what did she just say right now? You know, um, And so today's segment is just letting you kind of get to know Lena and being the co-host of the Reborn podcast. And so I want to just talk about, actually, I want to ask you some like fire questions. Okay. So I'm going to ask these and then you just have to answer them like right away. First thing that comes to your mind. Um, That's a scary thing. All right. um, (laughs) Pasta or pizza? Pasta. I'm Italian. Oh, okay. All right. Um, would that be your favorite meal too? Uh, I like seafood. I like seafood and pasta mixed together. That's like my, like shrimp scampi with red pepper flakes. Holy shit. All time favorite band. Led Zeppelin. Favorite movie. Oh, I can't. Okay. It's like, like a three way tie. Nope. Oh, all right. Fine. 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 Juno. I don't know. Girl, watch it. What about um, your Netflix guilt pleasure? Right now, it's Shit's Creek. Never heard of that. Ashley. What's your favorite place to visit? Cape Charles, Virginia. 
Why? Um, I just have like a lot of really good family memories there. My sister got married there. It's like our vacation. My family does. We rent out a house. Um, it's actually like 45 minutes away from mm. Virginia Beach. I've, yeah, I've never been there. It's beautiful. It's like this town. It's super small. And it feels like you're in the 1950s when you're there. Like, mm-hmm. they sell a pharmacy with a diner inside. Oh, wow. And they have, like, all these really cool down-to-earth people that live yeah. there and have their own, like, artisan shops. Yeah. There's a nice little beach there. It's just peaceful. Cape Charles. Cape Charles, Cape Virginia. Charles, Virginia. It's only 45 minutes away. Yeah, you go oh. right over the Chesapeake Bay Bridge Tunnel, and you just keep going until you hit, like, the second stoplight. Huh. And it's right on the left side. It's beautiful. Do they have an ice cream shop? Yeah, they do. Brown dog ice cream. Brown dog. They so you know you know that's gonna be my next business adventure. Ice cream opening up an ice cream shop. Really, Mm -hmm. I'm excited. I want a boozy ice cream shop. I want a boozy ice cream shop. Boozy. Well, you cream? put like alcohol inside your ice cream. Can you imagine if we made our espresso martini into an ice cream? Yeah, we should just put a scoop of vanilla ice cream in there. That's also spiked. We could do that. We could. All right. Well, next week, catch us with our new recipe Yeah, for the boozy ice cream yeah. martini. I want you to work on that. Okay. We'll do. All right. Moving <laughs> right along. Um, what is the best, best advice that you've ever received? Best advice? Ooh. Me critiquing your squat form? Yes. <laughs> that. Um, love yourself because how the hell are you going to love anybody else if you yeah. don't love yourself? Yeah, that's And that true. was from RuPaul. <laughs> from who? RuPaul. He's like this famous drag queen. Best advice ever. Oh, yeah, we need, love we need to start hanging out more. I know. Yeah. I need yeah, to take yeah, you to a drag show. I would love that, actually. It's my favorite place. That I feel like fun. alive. Yeah. I feel like I'm reborn. Reborn. <laughs> reborn when I'm like at a drag show. It's Why? so much fun. They just have so much fun. They're so yeah. creative. They're like yeah. these incredible women. Yeah. They're like showing their artistry and their yeah. makeup, their clothes, and I just love it. They're expressing themselves. They're being mm-hmm. their 100% authentic selves. Yeah. And I love that about drag. Yeah. So. And RuPaul. originally you were from New York. Yeah. What yep. part of New York? Staten Island. Staten Island. Staten wow. Island. And then how old were you when you moved to Virginia? Super young. Uh, like kindergarten age. Mm. So it's like, basically, I'm basically from Virginia at this point. I've lived longer in Virginia than I have New York. Mm. So you're basically from Virginia. Yeah. Northern mm-hmm. roots, southern living. Do you think that, um, like, are you, so we're here at American Brew doing the podcast. Mm-hmm. Are you passionate about coffee and food? I love coffee. I love coffee. Have you always loved coffee? Yes. Do well, you remember how old you were whenever you first started drinking coffee? So it's funny. I always, this is like my favorite thing in the entire my grandfather my mother's father was my favorite person in the entire world he was like my best friend like to this day like I know he's with me so my favorite part of the day is I would go to school and he lived across the street from me my grandparents that's nice Um, I would go to school and every day after school, I'd go to my grandparents' house and I would make coffee for my grandpa. It was just pot coffee. Mm -hmm. It wasn't anything special. Mm -hmm. And I would probably put like a shit ton of sugar (laughs) in it, like way too much milk. So it was basically like milky sugar water with a (laughs) drop of coffee in it. And he would tell me, he's like, this is the best coffee I've ever had. And that was my favorite part of the day was having coffee with my grandpa every day after school. So I've always had coffee in my life. I didn't necessarily like it until mm-hmm. I was a little bit older. Mm-hmm. But um, coffee was an important part of my day growing up. 
Very, very mm. important. So, and now I love it. I drink it every day. I tweak out if I don't have it, but I do love my job. Mm-hmm. I do love, you know, working on my latte art and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and you've gotten really good at it. I've come a long way. I'll yeah. show you uh, uh, my before and like my current pictures uh-huh. of where my latte art is. I yeah. was actually talking with our uh, the camera guy Noah today. He's also a barista and he was giving me some pointers. So I'm like gonna have to try it this week. Yeah, well you have to show me. Yeah. Um, w- like, what do you think inspired you to start your fitness journey? What was um, it? So I've always been like athletic I've always been involved in some sort of sports just you did crew I did crew I also played softball for 10 years Mm. just about um lefty or righty I am a righty um I I bowl left though which is weird you bowl left I bowl left but every other sport I do right is bowling even a sport it's in I'm pretty sure it's in the Olympics you can get a scholarship I know some a girl who got a scholarship for bowling really? to college. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, that's cool, though. Um, I have never heard of that. Yeah, you can get a bowling scholarship. So I haven't been bowling since I was, like... So much fun. The shoes are... I think I that's like going to be the next, like, work trip is bowling. I'm down. I'll bowl <laughs> left. I'll, I'll show you bitches up. <laughs> I know. I want to see. Um, yeah, but I've always had, like... I've always been active. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've always had a weird relationship with, like, getting fit mm-hmm. and you know, what is considered athletic and, like, what's considered healthy. Um, so, but, like, what is the real reason? Like, the why, real reason why is, did you decide? The real reason like, is you, I you was tired crew. of feeling sorry for myself. Yeah. I was tired of feeling sorry for myself. I, you know, especially, like, now where I am, I'm in my mid-20s mm-hmm. and I didn't have the body I had in high school. And I was like, well, why not? Why don't I have this body anymore? It's like, well... You know, things change. Your body changes. Your diet changes. How old are you? 23. 23. Turned 24 this year, yeah. Yeah, you are literally in your prime right now. Yeah, I'm in my prime. And even though I am in my prime, I was treating my body like shit. Yeah. I wasn't taking care of it. I wasn't taking care of myself. I was drinking, eating junk food, doing whatever. And, you know, when you do that, you put on a few LBs. So... LBs. Yeah, a few (laughs) LBs. And so... Last year, I was at my heaviest. I was at almost 150 pounds. And, and you're five foot. And I'm five foot. So when you're short, the weight shows. So I was at my heaviest, and I was just feeling really sorry for myself. Well, but why were, why, like, why were you feeling sorry for yourself? I just, I, I feel like in an Instagram and like an influencer world, I was comparing myself way too hard and I was being way too hard on myself. Do you think that that really has a negative influence? I think it does. It's kind of weird. Like I, I, but I think it has a positive influence. I, whenever I, I had Facebook, I started Instagram. I remember somebody started talking about Instagram. They're like, Hey, this is going to be the next best thing. Like whatever. And I started myself on Instagram. I, I think that I was like so driven like with work and like success that I didn't ever I didn't ever, I've never spent my time, like my off time or my downtime, like looking at other yeah. people's social media. So it, um, I, I, and this is just like, sometimes I find it hard because I've never let other people's lives influence how I feel about mine. Yeah. 
But I think it's a very real thing. It's, it's a I very, mean, because you're, you're quite a bit younger yeah, than me. Yeah, so when I was in high school, that's when, like, Snapchat started coming around. That's when Instagram wow, started. I feel so aged right now. <laughs> you shouldn't, though. Like, you're not that much older than me. My sister yeah, is older than you, but she's my sister. So if it makes you feel better, we could be sisters. All right. Well, we'll sisters. Sisters. I like that. So all those social, those big social media started coming out when yeah. I was in high school, which is a critical point. It is, yeah. It's and like anyone's life. Yeah. So, you know. So like, who are you following? Like, were you, were I was you following, following like celebrities? I was and then were you just looking friends. at their lives and thinking like, wow, yeah. like I suck? Because the beautiful thing about Instagram is yeah. like you share your life with other people, but the sometimes the negative thing about it is like you don't share the hard parts no, of your life. No, and, and I think that we talked about this in like Tyler's podcast or mm-hmm. one of our past podcasts that we've done is like you don't you it's just, no one wants to see the negative side. Yeah, social media is so powerful. So powerful. It is and you can do a lot of amazing things. Like you can do a lot of done damage, a, a though, lot too, of things side, with too. Haiti and the orphanage and it also there is a lot of it, yeah. The one thing I like about your Instagram is you're raw. You talk about your struggles. You talk about, like, everything that goes on. Like, it's not easy to get to where you are. No, but even, like, in being, like, completely honest and real, like, I feel like I even have a hard time now, like, talking about the hard times. It is hard. On social media. Because I feel like people, I think, like, a part of me is, like, well, I have the pressure of, like, encouraging and motivating and yeah I try to be real and raw and talk about like you know some of the the hardships that I've gone through and you know even relationship struggles business struggles and stuff and I I try to be truly transparent and real about that but it's like sometimes it's it's even hard for me even a person that doesn't really I don't really care a whole lot about like what people think about me like I'm just kind of doing my thing and I don't really compare myself to other people but it's it's tough it is tough showing the negative side and the hardships of business it's tough showing the negative side and the hardships of relationships sometimes maybe yeah maybe it's weakness maybe it's just like it's definitely vulnerability and I think one of the things was I was following the wrong things at the wrong time yeah where it's like all of these beautiful women who look perfect they're you know, and I was just like, why don't I look like that? Mm-hmm. And what can I do to look like that? So mm-hmm. high school, I started getting into really unha- unhealthy habits of like binge eating mm-hmm. and, you know, making sure I was counting my meals, my calories. And it got and then you would just binge eat. Yeah. And it got to a really unhealthy relationship with me and food and me and exercise. Mm-hmm. You know, I was working out five, six days Do you days think that you had like an eating disorder? I would definitely say so. I was definitely self-conscious about how much I ate when I ate it. And, um, you know, I never had a healthy relationship, like, with food and with my body. Do you think Do you think your unhealthy relationship with food, though, do you think that it was because you weren't really educated on what? I think it was somewhat education. Or was and it I think because it was you somewhat just, just being a, a teenager. It yeah. was being a teenager in this now open world of, right, like, where of you see media. everyone yeah. doing everything and constantly comparing yourself because mm-hmm. being a teenager is hard I will to this day my my teenage years were a very hard time for me mm-hmm. and you know I still to this day I struggle sometimes with having a healthy relationship but I'm like you know what where I am today is so far from the girl I was when I was 15 16 yeah and not knowing how to treat my body and so finally I'm like okay Lena 
stop treating your body like shit and maybe you won't feel like shit or look mm-hmm. like shit. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even look bad. Mm-hmm. I just had this well, conception and, and you, that I looked bad. Well, you, we've talked about this like in past podcasts as well, but currently and like getting into like fitness and lifting weights and truly what it means to like find beauty in your strength. Like you've gone from like a bottle of wine a night yeah. to being like, at least I think the first step is like realizing like maybe I shouldn't drink a whole bottle of wine yeah. a night. Even if you go ahead and you drink that bottle of wine, at least you're starting to think like maybe I shouldn't drink this whole bottle of wine. Yeah, it's and, and then the next time you have like a bottle of wine, you're like, okay, I probably that I don't was like the way that I feel. Huge step for me. I'm gonna make the change. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna have a whole bottle. I'm just gonna have a couple glasses. Yeah. So like basically where my fitness story progresses, like okay, unhealthy relationship constantly, constantly, constantly with fitness education of fitness food to you know. I gave up on everything. Like, I just didn't care anymore. I didn't care about myself. I didn't care about my body. I didn't care about my health. And I had, like, a snapping point back in January. Like, during New Year's, I was like, you know what? I am so sick and tired of of making excuses for myself, saying, like, oh, my metabolism's gone. Or I'm just going to be this whatever I am. I was tired of feeling sorry for myself. And I had this incredible boyfriend who's always been super supportive of me, never made me feel bad about myself. He's Mm -hmm. like, Lena, if you want to do this, just do it. Yeah. And I finally was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I'm just going to go do it. So I finally started. I'm like, all right, so you can eat what you want. Did you make the change because it was a New Year's resolution? Yes and no. Okay. I love New Year's. New Year's is absolutely my favorite holiday. I love reflecting on the past year and making goals for my new year. And making goals for myself and, like, my lifestyle. And I was just like, you know what? This is the year. This is the year. And 2020 has been a hell of a fucking year. Yeah. But Yeah, and to make all these changes during 2020. And I wanted to. I was like, you know what? This is your year. Yeah. You're 23. You're in the prime of your life. Go get it. Go yeah. get it. Go do it. Go do what you have to do. And I struggle still to this day, you know, like, going to the gym when I should. And, like, I don't want to work out some days. Yeah. And I convince myself. Girl, get can your I, ass can, in can the I gym. can I tell you a secret? Yes, tell me. I feel like I struggle with that every single day, and that makes of, me of getting to the gym. Yeah, it's hard putting You're my like, fucking Ugh. shoes on and going for a run, and that's like my job. Mm-hmm. It is like it's it's something, and I think that it's so important. And it and if any person out there, fitness influencer, social media influencer, I don't know, celebrity tells you that like oh my god i love it every day like they're lying it's not true it's hard we all have the same struggles like i want to eat the cookie just as bad as you do oh yeah i love her but it comes down to like freaking just in your mind of being like i'm not i don't i don't need it like i only need it for selfish like satisfying reasons i don't fucking need that cookie i feel like the way to like being healthy is like you got to whip your body in shape but more so than anything you have to whip your mentality into shape yeah yeah and that's what it came down to it was mentality for me because Mm -hmm. i had this really i was in this negative headspace Mm -hmm. i was like you got to break free from it and i finally did and that's basically how i started my fitness journey Mm -hmm. from march and then everything shut down and then but you kept at it I'm sorry. You kept at it? I tried Even, to. Yeah. I tried to. Um, I'm not going to say I was this you, great did person. Did you have a membership originally at Planet Fitness yes. before COVID? Yes, I did. And then they probably shut down. They shut down. And then what did, what did you Did you have like a relapse or what did you do? I did have a relapse. Yeah. I wasn't doing anything for myself. I was like, well, I can use the excuse of nothing's open. I yeah. can't do anything. And my, ha- my. Like what happened to your mentality during that time? Though? I was. Did you I start feeling like. I was yeah. like, here we go again. Yeah. I'm like. 
here we right, go again. Like there's no point. And I would try to eat healthy and I just wasn't like happy. And I, I know a lot of people struggled with this too. It wasn't just me, but my, again, my boyfriend, great guy, he was like, okay, I have this goal. And he went around, he found people with like, he found like this really rusty old bench press. Nice. He put it in his backyard and he would like lift every day. He's like, uh-huh. you know what? I can't go to the gym. Yeah. But I'm going to do it. I think it. I've met, I think I've met him once. Yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. He's so good to me. But is there a common denominator, like going kind of back to your childhood that I feel like everything and everybody is like purpose and like even the, the things that scare them or that drive them, it kind of stems back to like a life experience that we've had. Oh, um, absolutely. I will never forget this. I will. Ne- fourth grade. Fourth grade. How old were you? I think you're about nine or ten. Okay. Fourth, that was the first time a boy called me fat. Because I had oh. two older sisters that were, like, really tall but and slim. But were you, though, looking back? I don't... You were just shorter or I what? was just shorter and I had, a, like, a little... I had a well, little kid he, belly. I wasn't a woman yet. I wasn't, like, growing. I just had, fat. like, a little kid belly, you know, which wow. is normal. And I will never forget that boy calling me fat. I still know his name to this day. I still Have remember. you seen him? No, I haven't. But... My, I actually had a conversation with my parents a few weeks ago. He's like, I'll just, my dad was telling me, he's like, I'll never forget the day you came home crying because some wow. boy called you fat. And that's detrimental. Even before I hit puberty, before I even started caring about what I looked like, yeah. that hurt me. And I think that I let that hurt me too much to mm-hmm. my core and hurt mm-hmm. my mentality and my, my body image. And that's how my unhealthy relationship. Dude, that, that's crazy. That's how my unhealthy relationship really stemmed from and began from. Your unhealthy relationship with? My body and, mm. like, my, my fitness and my mentality about my life and my body. And it, yeah, it, I've come a long way from being that 10-year-old little girl, and it's not been easy. I'm not yeah. going to be – I'm not going to, like, sugarcoat it. It's not been easy. I've had my ups and downs. But I'm here to this day, and I finally made the decision – to throw away that mentality, mm-hmm. to to be my own woman now. I'm not that 10-year-old little girl who feels bad about herself. I love my body now. And you've carried that. Yeah. That one comment. That one comment has ca- been on my back since I was 10 years old. Even when I was at my thinnest, I still felt Do you think that's what myself. kind of drove you to have eating disorders? Oh, absolutely. And, dude, that, that's crazy. Because I, I have a, an 11 and a 13-year-old boy. Mm-hmm. If I ever, ever would hear either of them say anything like that. Yeah. I, it's, and that's great. And, and that was, that was little kids don't understand the power of words yet. I feel like like 13 years ago. Can you imagine how it is now? Yeah. And they're seeing like all these Instagram models. Okay. Freaking these 15 year olds, these like 13 year olds. Where the hell did they come from? Because they're looking like full-ass adults now. Yeah. So I'm like, I couldn't even imagine. I've even, so my boys have social media and stuff. And in fact, one of my boys, there was like this girl on social, literally on social media, like 13 years old, kissing a guy. Oh. On social media. 
I feel bad for the kids today. I feel like they have to like, mature I, I, so quickly. I, I, yeah, yes. I told him, I was like, no. I was like, you're not allowed to hang out with this person. You cannot follow this person. That is <laughs> totally unacceptable. You guys need to be outside catching frogs, getting muddy, come yes. back when it's dark. Can we go back to that? Yes. Can we go back Dude, to that lifestyle? I know. It is such a weird time. Like, it's, it's, and it, yeah. And I feel like it's, if, if parents don't step in now and get involved or like, you know, it's, I, yeah, I remember whenever, like, I saw that and I was like, what the what? fuck? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure whenever I was 13, even 15, like, I, was I didn't so even know. so awkward. Yeah. I hadn't even, like, like a boyfriend. Like, I, no, no. No. I was, like, so into, like, oh, man. I just, times have changed. And I think that you got to understand you can't just look the other way and and, and not think no, that you like your kids are like yeah. that you're experiencing this stuff like you have to know like this is very real in our life and our our worlds have, have fast forward and you know I, I tried to embrace all of this like with my boys who are now they're teenagers getting into being teens and like just wanting to be real with them and to try to teach them to to not be that boy at yeah. 9 10 years old who is telling someone that they're fat yeah I think being honest with your kids is so important. Like, even if you don't want to be, because kids know, kids know when like your yeah. your parents are trying to sugarcoat it. I'll, I remember my parents were like, "No, no, no, no," yeah. like trying to make me feel better and like saying like it's because he likes you. I'm like, no, I don't yeah. believe that for a yeah. damn second. It'd be kind of cool if you saw that guy again. I'll be like, "Hey, fuck you! Look at me now." I kind of want to see this guy. I don't even. He's probably a loser. I think maybe I'm friends with him on Facebook, yeah. but yeah, I've been seeing him probably since I graduated from eighth grade. I just wonder now, like now that he has matured, if he knew, if he knew his one comment, yeah. how it affected you it, for It changed years. my life. It changed my life, that one comment. I feel like little kids don't understand the power of words mm-hmm. and the power of comments because... I'm, I belittled myself. I was so hard on myself. I was... Were you Were you popular growing up? I grew up... At, n- yes and no. Like, I went to Catholic school from kindergarten to eighth grade. So my class was very, very small. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like my role, is, I thought, was I was the fat girl. I thought I was the fat girl, and I really wasn't. So really? I was like, okay, if I'm going to be the fat girl, was I'm going to be before the funny that, fat was it, girl. Was it before the... Was it before the guy made the comment? No, it was after. After I, I categorized myself as, I'm going to be the funny fat girl. I'm going to be the funny friend that, like, everyone could go to. They'll get a laugh at me. I'll make fun of myself. I'll be little myself just to get a laugh of someone else. So people will like me. Yeah. And I played that role very, very well. And um, it's something I still struggle with today. Like, I love making fun of myself. I want to make other people laugh. Like... Making other people laugh is my joy, and like I love seeing other people happy. Uh-huh. That's my favorite. You are thing. really funny. Thank you. I, I think so too. <laughs> I think so too. But, um, you know, when you have a class of sixty, yeah, and there's thirty girls, thirty boys. Like I did what I had to to mm-hmm. maintain a friend group, right? And uh, going from I went from a class of sixty to a class of two thousand in high school. Wow. So I became a big fish in a little pond to yep. a little fish in a big pond. And that was definitely a learning curve. Mm-hmm. But I found my people in high school. I continued with my sports. All my friends were on my sports team. 
And to this day, my room, my current roommate is one of my freshman year teammates. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, we reconnected randomly after college. But, yeah, it's just... It's and and kind of coming full circle, um, the weight training that you feel like that you really started this year, 2020. Yeah, this is my year. That and I truly feel have like. you have you what have you found like with the weight training of, you know, maybe there's someone who has like kind of dabbled in it that's listening, or maybe there's somebody who hasn't really started weight training. Like, what would you suggest or like tell Just, them if they're listening? Just do it. My thing was I look when I look at like a squat rack or yeah. a weight that I maybe if it's like a higher weight or something I haven't before, I look at a weight and I think of all the mean comments people have ever said about me or all the things I've said about myself. And I'm like, what you're going to do is you're going to grab that shit by the handles and you're going to show it who's boss. And I when I squat, when I lift anything I do I put my emotion into it yeah. and I think that helps me and I'm like you're gonna take everything anyone's Channel, ever said about you that emotion yeah and you're gonna push it you're gonna show them they're wrong you're gonna show them who you are mm -hmm. and I think that's what's really helped me do you think it's helped with your self-confidence definitely definitely like it's hard to start working out. That do you, was do you my think that you're thing. still a beginner? Do you think you're kind of intermediate I now? Think, I think because I'm you a, have a sports background. I do have a sports background. I think it. I would consider myself still a beginner because I'm I'm still trying to figure out you know like my form and you know what's my max and what's like my absolute limit I can push yeah. myself to, and I want to continue that journey until I feel comfortable in both those aspects mm -hmm. and then be like okay now I'm intermediate now intermediate now I can challenge myself get out of the box like mm -hmm. what can I do next to challenge mm -hmm. myself mm -hmm. and I think that's where I'm at now I don't want to be like oh yeah just because you did 15 more reps you're you're intermediate now I'm like be humble like we said in one of our episodes before check your ego at the door check your ego. which I have to constantly remind myself yeah. and just do what you got to do push your limits every day mm -hmm. safely safely and then see what you can do next and that's kind of the mentality I've been trying to tell myself every time I work out or every mm -hmm. time I see weights or something that might scare me. Mm -hmm. Channel those emotions. So, last question. Okay. Like, what do you want to do when you grow up? Ultimately, my goal in life is to help people. I want to make a difference in people's lives, mm -hmm. whatever that role may be for someone, whether it's, you know, I've talked previously, I want to be a speech therapist when I'm older, when I've- Don't you have a degree in speech therapy? I do. Um, my bachelor's degree is in speech language pathology, and I'm currently studying to go to graduate school, and you know, just seeing all the avenues I can go down, but ultimately, Ultimately, I want to help people mm -hmm. in whatever role that possibly is, mm -hmm. whether it's being a friend, whether it's being a coworker, whether it's being someone's speech therapist, mm -hmm. a teacher, something like that. I want to make a small difference mm -hmm. in someone's life, whether mm -hmm. I was there when someone needed someone, mm -hmm. I was there for someone who had a speech impediment or mm -hmm. a communication disorder or, you know, whatever it is. I want to make people's you lives be easier. be in the active service. 
Yes. I love helping people. Mm -hmm. That's what gives me happiness is being there for others. Mm -hmm. Truly. So there's this video that I put out on uh, YouTube. Like probably one of my first YouTube videos. Cash was probably... Was he a baby? Two. Cute. He's uh, 10 now. So like a long time ago. And I was so passionate about wanting to help others that in this video, and it's like a self-made YouTube video of like recording myself, not even on was my it on phone like a yet. Mac? Was that on, on the Mac camera? It was on the Mac. And I said, if I could help one person, if I can save one life, then my job is done. I this was before strongly Instagram. Strongly feel that. Yeah. That like that. It, that's and what now, ignites my soul. Yeah. And now it's like. I that I wanted that so passionately and wholeheartedly that it was like if I could save one life and change one life then my job is done that's all I wanted to do yeah. is save and help that one person and you know years later it's like I would have never dreamt that I would be where I'm at today and doing the things that I am today and it all starts with passion it starts with work ethic. And I think that it, it truly starts and it has to be with the self-confidence of weight training and taking care of yourself and that yeah. positive um, self-talk and self-motivation that you give yourself. Yeah. And you have I to mean, love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to love yourself. Mm -hmm. And that is a hard thing to say. That's a hard battle to face. Yeah, it's tough. Because the tough. road to self-love is yeah. a difficult one. Yeah. But once you find that, you can absolutely live your best life. Yeah. And I truly think that this is the year I learned to love myself. I'm 23 years old. It's taken me since I was that nine-year-old little girl to love myself again. Yeah. And I think I found it. And I hope anyone who's listening, anyone who's maybe had a similar story or a similar instance you can learn to love yourself because yeah. that is the most important thing. And that's, what's going to help you the most mm -hmm. in your journey in life, yeah. whatever it may be. And I think the first step is just trying, just trying, trying, just trying and it. committing. Exactly. And knowing that, you know, like you started, that's the hardest COVID hap happened. And it was like, you know, you could have, <laughs> you could have yeah. been like whatever for the rest of 2020, but, but you decided to figure out a way around the adversity it's and to the keep going. Hardest step is yep. just getting the will to try. Yeah. Yeah. And the confidence, the confidence yes. to try and know that like, I might look stupid. I might not know what I'm doing. And, but at the end of the day, this is what I want. I know that it's, it's going to give back to me tenfold. You have to fight um, for that. You, do. you have to fight to love yourself and you have to fight to try. Mm -hmm. And I promise you it's worth it. If you it give yourself it. the shot to do it. Yeah. So this week's homework on the reborn podcast is to go out and try something new, whether it's different types of lifting, yeah. like changing a rep scheme, Maybe you haven't lifted weights in a long time, or maybe you haven't even tried running in a long time. And to get out there and to just try something, maybe you're like a pretty intermediate advanced lifter, but you've never done Olympic lifting, powerlifting. Um, you know, th there's so much that you can do. You can continue to push yourself and to grind and to find new ways to expand your horizon and to be the best version of yourself. And so this week's homework is that I just want you to go out there and just try something new, regardless of what it is. Um, and yeah, I want to know how that goes. So my name is that. Ashley. 
This is Lena. Thanks for having me. Instagram today, guys. at Lena underscore Del Rey with an E. Um, you can follow her. <laughs> She's gonna start posting about her fitness journey. Start posting about the podcast and send everything. me your journeys. Yeah, let us know. Let's you can together. DM her. You can DM the Reborn Pod. Uh, but let us know. And if you have a question, you can ask us here, and we'll um, we'll answer it on the next. Um, Reborn Podcast Live. My name is Ashley. This is Lane, and we are out. We will catch you next time. Thanks, guys. Bye.